بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين Allah tells us in Surah Al-Hijr in Surah 15 نبئ عبادي أني أنا الغفور الرحيم وأن عذابي هو العذاب الأليم There's a clear contrast between these two ayat In the first one Allah tells us Allah says نبئ عبادي Allah is telling the Prophet to tell us to tell his servants that there's Allah is saying this that there's no doubt he is he is the forgiving the merciful and then after that Allah says and there's no doubt my punishment is the uh, that it is the most painful punishment we ask Allah to protect us from that and we ask Allah for his grace his forgiveness and his mercy one, uh, one, <clears throat> one example it's a very simple example but it's very uh, easy for all of us to connect with on a, on a daily basis. Uh, this small example that reflects the first of the two ayat, how forgiving and merciful Allah Azza wa Jal is. The Prophet taught us, والسلام, that when a person makes wudu, wudu is something that we typically think of as something that you know doesn't take too much time. You know, we're washing up, we're preparing essentially for prayer. And the main focus, of course, is the prayer. But the Prophet also taught us that half of that pur- that uh, purity, purification, is half of faith. So when you look at Surah Al-Baqarah in Ayah 143, Allah, instead of using the word for prayer, instead Allah replaces it directly with the word Iman. So the Prophet is teaching us the value of taking the time to purify ourselves, taking the time to make wudu. The Prophet taught us that when a person makes wudu and they wash their hands, they're washing all the sins away from their hands. And when they rinse their mouth, the same thing, all of the sins related to their mouth, they're washing them away. Their nose, their face, every part of wudu, we're washing everything away, subhanAllah. Any mistake that we've made with that part of our body, we're washing it away. Now imagine if someone makes wudu several times in a day, how clean do you think they're going to be by the end of the day? Right? Spiritually speaking and physically speaking. SubhanAllah, when, when you look at the term luminations, right, in the English dictionary, the first thought that'll come to any Muslim's mind is wudu. You're 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 washing up, right, for prayer. And there's a type of illumination that comes from it. And the Prophet taught us, والسلام, so point number one in connection with wudu, how it should remind us of how forgiving and merciful Allah is. And then point number two, the Prophet taught us والسلام, that the, the key way, the signature way that the Prophet will recognize people from his ummah, the traces from wudu that will be on the Muslims on that day. SubhanAllah. So it's again, it's not just wudu, right? It may take not too much time, but the impact is very significant in this life and more importantly in the next. I want to touch upon this very briefly because one of one of our beloved elders in the community asked a beautiful question. And I want to press on this question a little bit so the youth who are here can reflect on why would an elder be asking this question because of how important this thing is to them, how important wudu is to them. This beloved elder, this respected elder in our community, that's a very good question. What happens if somebody is here and they have to make wudu, but if they can't if they can't comfortably put their foot in the sink, if they have to wash their feet and they can't comfortably put their foot in the sink, then what are they supposed to do in that type of situation? Look at look at the type of thing this elder's thinking about. Their concern, 
right? They're, they're so concerned about wudu, that this is something so important to me, that in any situation that I'm in in my life, in any scenario, I, I want to know how can I make sure to, to master my wudu, to do a good job any and every time that I have to make wudu. It's a very good question, it's a very valid question. And if a person, let's say someone, they cannot comfortably afford to do that, totally understandable. What they can do instead is they can wet their hand or their hands and then they can bend over and they can basically run their hands and you have to include between your toes so you can cover the same surface area, right, that you would normally cover if you were to wash your foot under running water. If you can't do that, that's fine. Instead, you can wet your hand or your hands and to find a way, to, if, if there's somewhere you can sit down, if that's easier for you, then you can do that. But you can reach down and basically wash and rub your wet hand over where you would have to cover your foot, obviously up to and, and including your ankle, and that'll that'll suffice, inshallah. But the 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 part that really stood out to me, and this ties in with the fact again for the youth, notice that a lot of the time in masajid you find elders. This is a beautiful thing. Think about it. If there's so many elders who have seen so much in life. And out of all the different places that they really make a priority, they're making the masjid a priority. Think about that. So instead of instead of, you know, a younger person thinking, okay, let me go out and get, you know, do all these other things. There there are a lot of good experiences out there, alhamdulillah. But instead of falling off of the path and then learning the hard way and then coming all the way back, just save yourself the headache of that long U-turn and just continue coming to the masjid. Right? Continue coming to the masjid. And if you establish this habit in your youth, then chances are there's a very good chance that you're going to carry it with you into the rest of your life. So you build the habit now and then you just you carry it with you because we're creatures of habit. You build it now and, and then you can, you know, it's harder to build the house than to live in it. Build the house now and you'll you'll live in it and benefit from it for the rest of your life, inshallah. There's a lot of wisdom that we can take. Right, as youngsters from from our from our elders, the value of wudu, the value of the masjid. We ask Allah to keep our hearts connected to the masjid throughout our lives. We ask Allah to guide and protect our youth always. We ask Allah to bless our efforts in connection with wudu and in connection with prayer. Amin. We ask Allah to give us those beautiful traces of wudu on the day of judgment. And we hope and we pray that we're recognized by our beloved Prophet because of that. Amin. Wa akhiru da'wan. Alhamdulillah.